St. John. Welcome to the Post-Sermon Podcast. I am Deacon Estelia, and with me today is Vicar Tim. Hello. How are you doing today? I'm doing pretty well. How are you? Doing great. So we are going to discuss your sermon from this past Sunday. What was the text that you preached on? So the text was John 8, uh, 31 through 36. Uh, but this sermon was a little more thematic than uh, focusing solely on the text, but uh, that was the primary text, I suppose. Right. So you said it was John 8. And what is Jesus saying in that text? Yeah, he's saying uh, that there is truth and that the truth is what sets you free from sin. And of course, being set free from sin also means being set free from death. And the implication, of course, is that Jesus himself is the truth that uh, that sets us free. Um, of course, the the uh, Jews that he's talking to aren't necessarily agreeing with him. They think that they're already free because simply because they're children of Abraham. Yeah, their response is always really funny to me. We've never been enslaved to anyone, and that that couldn't be farther from the <laughs> truth. <laughs> I mean, just thinking about where they came from, like very much their people had been enslaved. Um, and even then, it's not like they really had true freedom of just being like under the roman government right i don't know yeah i mean the the charitable reading of their words is that they're thinking that they've always been spiritually free but yeah that irony definitely appears whether that's what's intended or not (laughs) yes the irony is thick there (laughs) okay well i actually um before we get into your sermon This might be a fair place because we talked about readings and you mentioned this is what you preached on was the gospel. Can you tell us what the other readings are? Because this has to do with a hearer submitted question. Yeah. So the first reading today was from, or from Sunday was from Revelation 14. And the second reading was from Romans 8. Okay. So you mentioned the first reading is Revelation. So the question here is, why is the first reading from Revelation instead of the Old Testament? on the Sunday. Yeah, so a common thing in uh in feast days is that the readings can get switched up a little bit um especially adding something from revelation. Uh it's not an uncommon occurrence and in fact uh this upcoming weekend for All Saints Day we our first reading is from Revelation chapter 7. Um obviously fitting the theme of end times we're going to see the great multitude of the saints. As to why Revelation 14 is chosen for uh, Reformation Sunday, uh, there's a couple of different things that I've heard. Uh, one is that this was the text that was preached down at Martin Luther's funeral. Uh, and a second one is that uh, a number of the Reformers uh, understood uh, this passage to be about Martin Luther and that the angel that is uh, there um, preaching an eternal gospel to all the earth uh, has been identified with Martin Luther. Now, whether this interpretation is right or not, um, I don't really know, but that's one that's been offered up in the past. And so that's why one of the reasons why perhaps this reading became the appointed reading for Reformation Day. Sure. No, that makes sense. And yeah, that's interesting what you said. So this past Sunday, Reformation Sunday, and now All Saints Day, which we're observing on Sunday, 
Though, fun fun fact, you guys, we are recording on the actual All Saints Day, <laughs> today, November 1st. Uh, but anyways, both of those Sundays you, you mentioned have Revelation readings. Um, do you by chance know if there are other Sundays that have readings that are not Old Testament? Let's see. Uh, in the three-year lectionary, it's quite frequent in um, the season of Easter. We get a lot of readings from Acts. Um other feasts and festivals will sometimes have readings from Revelation or Acts, especially if it's a reading that involves, say, a particular saint. Like, um, we have a reading from Acts for the Feast of St. Peter and St. Paul, and because that's where both of them are quite prominent, um, and they're working together at that point, I believe. Yeah, that's really good, because otherwise we're not going to get um, the book of Acts in the typical like lectionary, right? For yeah. Sundays. So it's yeah. a good time to have it. Well, very good. That's interesting. Okay. So let's get back to your sermon. Um, what was your central teaching in the sermon? Yeah. So my central teaching was that, uh, you know, Jesus, the capital T truth sets us free from sin and from death. And so, in a world where you know people want to mess with the truth a lot, they want to change up the story of the Bible to fit the way they want it to be. Um, just this reminder that there is this one truth in Jesus that He died on the cross for us, He rose from the dead, so that we would live forever, and we can't get away from that truth. We can't we can't mess with that truth, and I mean. Death is a reality that everyone has to face, and I think I really just wanted to bring out that kind of idea that we all have to deal with that specific truth. And so, well, how do we answer that question and of what happens to us after death? That was what I was trying to focus in on. Yeah, you brought up the Choose Your Own Adventure books, right? Yes. <laughs> um, and I think, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I think the point of that was you know, we we can't choose, like everyone's ending is that that problem that we're wrestling with is that we're all going to die one day. So if you don't, if you don't believe in Jesus or, you know, you choose to ignore that or, you know, that kind of thing, like you're eventually going to have to come face to face with that reality. Was that part of it? Yeah, yeah. And it- especially because like the specific type of choose your own adventure book I went with, you know, it's, you know, based off return of the Jedi. We all know how, well, if you've seen the movies, you all know how return of the Jedi ends, but, but this book allows you to completely change up the ending if you'd like. Um, And so I guess I was trying to make this connection with, uh, you know, changing up the ending that we all know. Um, We all have to reckon with the fact that death is an ending. And so, how do you, what do you do when you die? What happens to you when you die? Everyone has to answer that question, whether they believe in the Bible or not. And we, of course, have a truth in that, a truth that when we die, it's not an ending. It's not something that we need to even, I guess, be afraid of because we know we'll be with Jesus and that we will live with him forever and the new, new heavens and the new earth. Yeah, no, I think that's really good. And I'm wondering too, as Christians, like maybe unless you are actively dealing with death on like a day-to-day basis, it's something a lot of us maybe 
even though we know we're going to die, it's, it's something we don't think about as much every day, right? Yeah. I don't go around every day thinking about my own mortality 24-7. <laughs> right. But yeah, no, even so, but you also like work at a church, so maybe you are still thinking about it more than than others, but maybe not. Yeah. I don't know. But, like, but I know what you mean, like for myself as well. But, but yeah, so even those who believe in Jesus, it's good for us maybe to remember that, yeah, we too are going to have to um, reckon with the fact that one day we will die and but then we're connected to Jesus. So it's not a final, it's not like death is going to get the final word, right? Yeah. Yeah. We have, we have a hope and that, that others don't have. Right. And, and like you said too, which is the focus of your sermon that Jesus is freeing us from that, that death. It's yeah. not going to be that, that end of our, of our story. Yeah. How did you intend to benefit your hearers in their faith or life? Yeah. So, I mean, we're all going to come across people who um, fit some of these examples I made in my sermon of people who are changing up the story of the Bible a bit. Uh, you know, the people who want to make it all about, well, here's all the things you have to do now. Like, the Bible's just a list of rules for you to follow. Um, or the people who like the nice little teachings and sayings of Jesus, but don't believe that, like, you know, the important stuff, the resurrection even happened, or who just ignore anything they don't like. Um, and then, of course, the person who just flat out says, well, that's all a bunch of nonsense. Um, I mean, we're all going to come across those people at some point in our lives. And I guess, how do we talk to those people? How do we bring them to the actual truth? And I think that the fair question that we can ask these people is, well, what happens to you when you die? And you'll probably get a range of responses, and then you get to tell them the gospel. And I think that's a, a great segue into getting to share the actual true story of the gospel and not maybe the, the misplaced version that they had in their minds. Yeah, no, I really like that. Um now, sometimes I hear this from people, like, when someone dies, that you'll hear that, that person still lives on, right, like, in their hearts, yeah. or, you know, you see something in nature, it's like, oh, that, that that's that person, like, trying to tell me something, and I don't know, like, that always makes me think of, well, there's still, there is something about us that just doesn't seem like we are supposed to die, like we're supposed to, it's like, it's almost like we were created just to like live forever. And so even though maybe they're saying the wrong thing and that, that person's not in that, you know, breeze or in, uh-huh. in the tree or whatnot, but they're, I don't know. I think it is a testament that they're, they're wrestling with the fact that this life was cut off and like that, that's not how it's supposed to be. Like we want to be able to, it's like, we can just tell almost that we're just supposed to live uh-huh. forever right and and like yeah. you said we have that message of hope that we can give them something better than this person living in your heart but we can actually give them like jesus lives yeah <laughs> and we're gonna live again one day yeah. and what a solid message just to like yeah like you said like put our hope hope in yeah so. yeah it's because of what jesus did not because of what we're doing it's because of what jesus did exactly well very good this wraps up our episode for today thank you for listening to this discussion in case you missed the sermon or you'd like to listen to it again, the link to the sermon's in the show notes, and you can also find it on our website, stjohndublin.org. 
If you, the listener, would like to submit a question about a sermon, please email us at podcast at stjohndublin.org. Thank you, Vicar, for joining me and for feeding us the word this week. My pleasure. Great. Take care, you guys. Bye. Bye.